Welcome to the Speed of Life Show, a podcast for busy professionals who have it all. I'm your host, Navneet Mann, professional life and success coach, speaker, and lawyer. Join me each week as we break down common issues faced by high achievers and provide you with tools and techniques on how to overcome them yourself. The Speed of Life Show is all about taking you from feeling stuck to being unstoppable. I'm here to get you out of the rat race and create a life you freaking love. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Speed of Life show. As always, I'm your host, Nav, and today I'm bringing you kind of a special episode. So this week was my birthday. Yay! I turned 34 this week, and I was reflecting on my last year and just had a lot of profound reflections, um, some lessons that I learned, some of the things that I would do differently, and overall, just how much I've grown as a person. It was amazing just to sit on the patio, have a journal, and really just think about some of that stuff. So I wanted to bring you this episode because I know you all are my fellow high achievers, and you might be going through some of these things. So I want to talk to you about some confessions that I have as a high achiever, but also some of the lessons that I have learned in my last year and the last few years, really. So let's dive right in. The last year, so in my 33rd year, I felt like was a big, big year of self-discovery. If you asked me 10 years ago, or heck, if you even asked me like five years ago, if I would be into any of this, what the heck is self-discovery? What is knowing yourself from the inside out? I would have just said that was a bunch of crap and I know myself very well because I was going through life, going through all of these motions, thinking I just had it all together. I knew myself so well. I had a good head on my shoulders. I was pushing forward, knowing exactly what I wanted, knowing what I stood for and all of that. But this past year was very different. I'd say in general, my 30s have just been amazing and have been some of my favorite years. But 33 was very interesting because it was the year I feel like I really opened my eyes. I became the more confident version of myself. I became more bold in the sense that I really knew what I wanted. And more importantly, I knew what I didn't want anymore. I knew what I wasn't okay dealing with anymore. People I wasn't okay dealing with, situations I wasn't okay dealing with, and the types of environments that I wanted to be in instead. I learned how to say no, and I really learned how to love deeper, love myself deeper, love those around me deeper, and keep my circle nice and tight. I also, interestingly enough, learned how to lean into fear because I used to be so afraid of the unknown. I used to be so afraid of things I don't know. I used to feel so insecure if I didn't have an answer. If I didn't know how to get somewhere from point A to point B, I would feel stupid. I would just be so afraid to ask and all of these things on a subconscious level. I was running away from things I was afraid of that were unknown to me, that were uncertain. Instead, I learned how to lean into it. I learned that leaning into the fear and the unknown is where your greatest transformations happen. Like when it feels really, really uncomfortable, that's when you're going to grow the most. So like I said, 33 was probably one of my most transformative years to date. I just learned so much about myself. It was so interesting because it was like getting to know this new person. I think in my 30s, I was 
changing and growing so much as a person just going through all these motions I realized that you know law might not be for me and I wanted to serve people on a deeper level I got into coaching I got certified I started exploring a whole new world Um, I got familiar with online marketing and sales and all of these things just literally simultaneously growing to different careers um at the, it was just interesting for me to learn that I was capable of doing these things. So I had grown so much as a person, but because I was so busy going through the motions, as we all are, right? It's always one thing, then the next thing, then the next thing, because there isn't enough time to get it all done, which we're going to touch on. But I was just running, running, running through life. I was running to the next thing, trying to check all the boxes, trying to get all the stuff done, be like this model lawyer, this model girlfriend, this model daughter, like everything. I was just trying to be the best I could at everything, but I was burning out. You know, I was doing too much, taking on too much, and I was burning out. So I kind of spent this past year really getting to know the person I had become. And it was really this reintroduction into myself um, because I used to be programmed to think that I had to be so strong, have it all together. I had to toe the line. I had to do what was expected of me. And I was always just chasing this light at the end of the tunnel. I was hoping to find like success and happiness and that ultimate, like I made it feeling, but I was just so brainwashed by these expectations of me. I was so brainwashed by climbing the corporate ladder or being in the rat race and always just trying to get a promotion, taking on way too much. Um, I stress had become such a regular part of my life. In fact, I would like brag about how busy I was, you know, the fact that you have no time to do anything else. Like how ridiculous is it? Like what a joke, because you're almost saying I'm so busy and you're talking, you start with that, you know, somebody asks you how you're doing. Oh, I've just been so busy. How ridiculous. It's almost like saying that your life is more important than there is. You have more important things to do than other people. But really, you're the fool, (laughs) like you're the fool for not having enough time to to invest into yourself and things that really matter. So this past year, I was really getting to know this person. I was becoming shedding that that um, persona, shedding that old layer of myself and really just stepping into what I knew I needed. So it was a very exploratory year for me because I learned about this new person and I gave myself permission to continue to develop. I gave myself permission to really go deeper. I gave myself compassion when I failed and I didn't really reach the expectations I had of myself. So it was really interesting in the past year to realize that the person I was on the outside was really just a fraction of the real me. It was just a fraction of what I was on the inside and how dynamic of a person I was and all of the different things I had to offer, all of the things I had to share with the world, you know? So part of the confessions is the fact that I finally realized this person that I was being. I realized that I was almost playing this role, trying to be this high achiever, trying to be this person that is so important and so busy and my work is so important. And it was ridiculous that I was brainwashed for so long thinking that that was the only way for me to achieve success. That was the only way for me to have some respect for myself and in the eyes of others. That was the only way for me to really reach higher levels. Um, And I needed something to prove to other people and I needed something to prove to myself. So I just stayed with my blinders on, fixated on my job, my, my career, the money, the achievements, 
and never really thought about myself. I never thought about how I was behaving, the way I was treating myself, the way I was talking to myself, the pain that I was going through deep inside, the frustrations, why I was always being so short with everybody, why I was just so unhappy deep inside. And that's a part of my confession today is to say that that was me. I was actually living that life where I was suppressing what I really needed. I didn't want to focus on the next level of myself, myself 2.0. I didn't want to focus on any of that. I didn't even want to admit that anything was wrong in my life. So 33 in that way was very profound because that's when the year I allowed myself to focus on the inside. I allowed myself to open my eyes and really face all the hard stuff that I was facing. I allowed myself to let go of the the concept that my world all needs to be just about work and the hustle and that I can slow down and I can really just appreciate everything around me, including myself. So here are three key lessons that I learned being this high achiever, the go, go, go person, but also finding my way through life. And I want to share them with you in hopes that you resonate with this or that you'll also learn something about yourself. So the first most important thing that I learned was really the profound effects and the importance of meditation and slowing down. Again, if you asked me this a while ago, a few years ago, I would say, yeah, maybe it works for some people, but it's not for me. Like all of this meditation, woo-woo stuff, like it's just not for me. Uh, I don't know how to slow down and I don't need it, right? I would always just think I don't need it. In fact, actually meditation a lot of times reminded me of being a child when um, I went to a religious school and we were encouraged to pray. And I associated meditation with prayer and I associated that with this pressure to be more religious and confined into this like box. So I didn't, I was resistant to meditation. Then when I started opening my eyes to it a few years ago, I realized that it was really effective, but I was so obsessed with controlling everything. In fact, I would like ask people what I'm supposed to think about while I'm meditating. Like, how do you shut down? What are you supposed to think about? I didn't even realize that there was a level that you can reach where you don't need to think where your brain can just shut down and just be. In my mind, I was consciously so aware that I was meditating. I would try to picture what, you know, these gurus on online forums are saying to picture. I learned that my brain would run a mile a minute, you know, if I let it. It could run without rest if I allowed it to do that. But the rest and recuperation is what I needed. That's what I needed to have things come together and stop this hustle in my mind. It was so frustrating to deal with this overwhelm, to deal with my mind just racing all the time with ideas, with with uh, obligations, with responsibilities, you name it, right? So I started meditating regularly. I would fall off sometimes in times of really high stress where I thought I had no quote unquote time, which is funny because that's probably when I needed it the most. But I gave myself permission to come back to it. Whenever necessary, I would come back to my meditation practice. I just, it's so interesting because I would have never thought that this was me. But as I got into regular meditation practice, I found this stress melting off of me. I literally felt like my shoulders could relax. I felt like I could breathe. 
I felt like I had space in my mind. I felt like I could sleep without being anxiety induced. I felt like I could have more clear conversations. I was less foggy. I could understand and empathize with people better because I wasn't just obsessed with everything going on in my own life. I literally just slowed down and it was so profound. One of, I'd say the most amazing things that ever happened to me, one of the most one of the best things you could probably invest into yourself is taking this time, even if it's 10 minutes a day, is and meditating in whatever way you need, whatever type of meditation works for you. So I would highly, highly recommend that there's apps that you can get, there's walking meditations, there's lying down meditations, there's soft sounds, like so many things that help your brain just to kind of slow down and relax. And honestly, that makes space for you to do even more creative things for you to accomplish even more because you are not being held down by this weight and stress and pressure. So that was my first key learning of the last year. Second was that there's always going to be too much to do. Always. So life is busy, right? Period. Life is way too busy and it could be as busy as we want to make it. We take on so much, especially in this day and age. We are so obsessed with work and what's next and achieving more and getting higher levels and promotions and more money and more responsibilities. We also want to balance that with working out, working on ourselves, cooking, our well-being, our fitness. And then we have relationships that we need to invest our energy and time and love into. Then we've got family that comes with its own obligations and responsibilities. And then if there's any time left over, we want to actually be able to enjoy our lives. We want to go on an adventure. We want to travel. We want to spend time with friends. We want to have a glass of wine. We just want to relax. Like, that's crazy. (laughs) There's so much happening and there's so much that we take on and say that we need to get this done. So for a lot of people, a lot of their responsibilities end up falling in this work bucket, which comes with its own stressors. There's a lot of um, pressure that comes with work. But if you're always thinking that there's too much to do, there will always be too much to do. The thing is, you don't need to put so much pressure on yourself to get it all done, right? Because what happens is when there's so much to do, most likely some things are going to fall off. You're either going to go into overwhelm mode, you're going to go into analysis paralysis, you're, you're going to end up not doing certain things just because time doesn't allow for it. And I found myself going through that. I would freeze. I wouldn't be able to think. I wouldn't be able to get things done. I wouldn't be able to be creative. And A lot of parts of my life started suffering because of it. My fitness started suffering. Sometimes my relationship suffered. Sometimes my coaching practice and my business suffered just because I was taking on way too much, thinking I can do it all because, you know, I'm superwoman. Why wouldn't I be able to do it all? I'm strong. I'm confident. I'm this, I'm that. But I didn't need to. I didn't need to actually do it all by myself. So I learned to give myself space. I allowed myself to lean on people that that could help. I allowed myself to work through some of the pressure and learn that I didn't need to even get all of those things done. A lot of stuff was just make do, um, keep busy types of tasks. So I started looking at my to-do list, all of the different buckets of my life in different ways. I dedicated myself. Certain time would go towards work, but certain time needed to go towards me taking care of myself, me 
putting more energy into my relationships and caring for um, people around me, me allowing myself to lean on them emotionally, mentally, whenever needed, and allowing other people to help take care of me as well and not always being the strong one. So that is something I think a lot of people do suffer with. I have a lot of people come and tell me all of the responsibilities they have in their life and they don't see a way out. They just don't see how that's ever going to change because in their mind, they really do believe that only they can resolve these issues. And that's just simply not true. So I invite you to look at all of the things that are adding pressure to your life, all of the things that you need to do. And look, be honest with yourself and see what actually can be crossed off. See what actually can be delegated. See the things that can wait until tomorrow or next month or next year. And don't allow your to-do list to spiral out of control and add more pressure in your life. And that's one thing that I learned that has helped me profoundly is to really be honest with myself when I look at all the things I need to do, prioritize what I actually need to get done and not let the pressure get to me. What I find is when I feel pressured and there's so many things going on, I end up doing nothing well because I'm taking on way too much and then I'm frustrated in every aspect because I'm not working out enough. I'm not talking to my friends enough. I'm not, you know, there's work projects that are suffering or I'm not marketing my business enough. There's just so many things. And I realize my language is always like, I'm not doing this enough or I'm not doing that. There isn't enough time. I was always looking at the negative. And if you flip that around and try to see what there is time for and the things you want to do and the things that actually bring you joy, it becomes so much easier to knock stuff off your to-do list. The last thing that I want to share with you that I learned in this past year is that you cannot control everything. This, if you know me, (laughs) was a tough one because in my life, I've always felt this need to control situations. And I had to realize that things do not always go the way that you want. No matter how much you plan, no matter how much you prepare, there's just some things that are not in your control. Things can go sideways as they always do. And you need to be resilient. You need to be able to pivot when things change. You need to be okay with it and not not hold on to something that you want so hard. It's like that metaphor is when you're holding, when you want something so bad, it's like holding sand in your hand. And the tighter you squeeze the sand, the more that falls out. And then eventually you're left with nothing because you're holding on to that control so much. So having to let go of control was one of the more difficult things that I had to realize needed to be done. In fact, that didn't come to fruition until the last couple of months. I realized I was more stressed than I've ever been. So many things were happening at once. Life felt like it was spiraling out of control and I didn't know what to do. I was reaching out, always looking for some sort of solution outside of myself. I was always looking for an answer, some sort of validation that I was doing on the right track, doing the right things. But at the end of the day, the result was the same because things were not getting done the way I wanted and I was getting frustrated, upset, sad, angry, all of these things. And I realized it's because I'm trying to control every aspect of what's going on and I just simply cannot do that. So over the last few months, I've had to explore this more and more and more, have the right conversations both with myself and with those around me, people that I trust, and realize that it's when you let go When you stop feeling the need to control is when things happen for you. We all have the answers within ourselves. We all are capable 
We are very strong and accomplished and we know where we need to get and we will get there. The path does show itself and the journey is what needs to be enjoyed. And that's something that took me a very long time to understand on a deeper level is that I need to let go of my need to try to control everything. You cannot save everyone and everything. I do not need to be everything to everybody. I do not need to be the person that is going to, you know, fix it for everyone around me. I need to first work on myself and let go of my need and my perception that others need me to fix everything for them. And that's a part of the same control that I just talked about. So look at yourself and in your life where you feel like you're trying to control too many variables, too many situations, too many relationships. What is it that you want from that? What what is the fear if you let go of the control? What is the fear that you'll be dealing with? And you know what can you do to offset it? So take an honest look at your life and allow yourself to let go. Allow yourself to melt off some of that control and just see how it feels. I invite you to do this for the, you know, try it on for size for the next month or two and just see what it feels like to genuinely let go of that need to control. So those are the three lessons I wanted to bring to you guys today. What I learned in my 33rd year that gave me the most eye-opening experience that has allowed me to step into this new year um, and invite it as a new journey and something so beautiful that I'm so excited for because this whole year for me is going to be about letting go. It's going to be about just allowing myself to be. It's going to be about giving myself permission to make mistakes and learn and continue to grow in this way. And I'm just so, so, so excited for everything that's to come because I've got huge plans for myself, for my business, for my life. And I can't wait for it all to work out and fall into place in whatever way it needs to. So again, thank you so much for joining me um, on this special birthday episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed these lessons. Let me know if there is something that you are currently dealing with or some of the lessons that you've learned in recent years. I would love to hear it. Again, you can reach me on my social media channels. I hang out on LinkedIn and Instagram quite a bit. Um, go to my website, www.davneetman.com. And if you want to work together and learn how to break through your own barriers and reach that deeper level within yourself, so then you can spearhead your life the way you want it to go, working from the inside out, finding that purpose and being driven by it and creating a life that you love, then get in touch because this is what I do and I want it for you so badly. Get in touch with me, email me, info at navneetman.com, or just go to my website and you'll find all the information there. Thank you so much for joining me. I had a great time. I hope you did too. And I'll catch you next week on another episode of the Speed of Life show. Bye. Bye.